You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Paint the Town Podcast. What episode is this? Shit, let me check. 96, young man. <laughs> 96. 96. Oh, the old man got it again. That's right. <laughs> watch this. I'm going to do a magic trick. See, I got this black shirt on, right? Now watch this. Boom. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Magic. I like that t-shirt, man. It gives you like immediate dude, this street is cred. <laughs> this is, this is, a, yeah. No, this is what I was talking about, dude. Like, you know, it's a, you know, catch me outside, bitch. <laughs> I wish I had the catch me outside chick drop right now. That, that would be awesome. <laughs> Dude, she went on to do well with uh, the whole social media and everything, I guess. You know what? It's uh, funny. Like, she's actually like a, her, her, she's a, well, I don't even know if you consider her a musician, but she's a music artist, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she became bad Bobby, basically, like bad Barbie. You know, you, you know, and then that's her. Uh, she she became. No, I the, don't. I I just happened to catch <clears throat> something briefly in a YouTube thing, and I was just like, "What the hell?" And but yeah, yeah. I mean, like, no, she released an album, like, uh, you know, with some other like rappers and stuff like that. And then like, I, I one time one of my friends was at the uh, what's that mall by you in, in Sherman Oaks, Sherman Oaks Galleria basically right yeah. and then my friend was there just like hanging out waiting for a coffee and then she saw her like in her like you know fuzzy like slippers like walking around like trying to get noticed and shit like that dude Don't you, you gotta love them dude like <laughs> how sad you, you know i mean she's the cash me outside girl she gets a record deal and uh, like i said she's so hungry for attention dude, she rode that wave all the way to the shore and back in her and <laughs> out back out through the break and is riding another wave you know what i mean like she's done a jamie o'brien you know who's jamie o'brien i don't even know who that is jamie o'brien is a uh he, he's an amazing surfer uh oh, okay, okay and waterman i would say he uh but um he uh he actually got uh what was it two awards for uh waves of the year uh last year just amazing uh tube rides at the uh, pipeline um but uh yeah, that's um, now. Why did I bring? Why the hell did I bring him up? Well, uh, basically, you're just saying that people who are like riding the wave of fame, basically. You, you oh yeah. What so I mean? what he does? So what he does? The reason why I brought that up is he'll ride a wave all the way to shore, and then um, he'll also ride a wave like the the backwash. There's a wave that forms out of the. Sometimes the waves are so big they washed up on shore, and as they're coming back out, they form another wave going back out. And he'll catch that wave and ride that wave back out, you know, into the lineup. Oh, okay. So, um, so like, figuratively. Most of the time, he gets blasted all the hell and back, you know. But sometimes, yeah, you can actually make it a good ways. And then it's, it's uh, at the wedge, which is, um, you know, down uh, not far from here and uh, uh, Newport. Uh, you can actually ride that backwash and catch the next wave coming in, which – um, there's a guy named Blair Conklin who is a uh, skimboarder. He also surfs and, and boogie boards. Like these guys do everything. They boogie board, they skimboard, they surf, 
like everything that has to do with water and the board and whatever. But um, so yeah, figuratively, he likes to cash me outside, girl. Basically, not not like literally. He didn't, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know how. Anyways, dude, I see our uh, guest in the room today, man. Dude, today we had AJ. We had AJ on a few weeks ago, man. Uh, you know, our friend from New York who is in the Philippines, man. And uh, he said that this is his uh, partner in crime, man. So uh, basically today we have Savior El Mundo, man. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and yeah, let him I've in. I've already man. been looking at his work and um, I'm digging it, man. I really, uh, really enjoy the colors uh, he's using, whatever medium he's working with. I'm curious to find out. And he definitely gets up on the street, man. He has some good messages, man. Yeah. Yeah, when I was looking through, there was definite uh, street work. Put on your red shoes and Welcome, Savior. How you doing, bro? Um, what's up, brothers? What's going on? Callie in the house. <laughs> Callie in the house. How about in New York, man? It's always fun That's times right. when Cali and New York link up together, man. The best, man. The best. <laughs> my my wife is from Cali. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. What part of California okay, is she from? Yes. Northern Cali's in the house. Northern or southern? Oakland. Okay. As a New Yorker, you know that like the culture in Northern California is quite different from Southern California, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was but, I was too fast walking for her. She was like, "Yo, slow down." She walked in New York. I'm like, "Yo, you like a turtle, and we gotta speed it up. We're not in Cali no more." <laughs> but Where are you from originally, bro? I'm originally from Harlem, New York. Nice. You're a true I'm New Yorker, man. Yeah. New Yorker, born and raised in New York. We'll never leave New York. I would <laughs> just travel everywhere, but we we'll never leave New York. So how did you meet your wife, funny, man? My mother lives um, uh, New York. She came, <laughs> she she came, came to you. She came, she came to party in New York. <laughs> My mother, my mother lives in San Diego now, which is funny. Yeah. Nice. Okay. San Diego's nice. Dude, when you come visit her, you got to come hang out with us. Yeah, and get up man. together, I'll man. You guys know, man, definitely. Because you know, sometimes we go to the Bay Area, San Diego. So I'll definitely let you. How are you guys doing out there, man? Well, Dude. not as good as you are. We evidently can't control ourselves out here very well in California and just coughing and sneezing and, and getting everybody infected out here. Um, yeah. You know, it's, I, I always tell people in New York that I'm, I'm so impressed with you guys because I always have this visual of, you know, the, the people going out on their balcony on, you know, 20th, 30th, 40th floor with the COVID and going, <coughs> and then that just floating down you know, and just, I'm just picturing yeah, like yeah. it being everywhere, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, yeah. but it seems like it's yeah, almost the yeah. opposite. You know, we, we, uh, our, our rate out here is so much worse. Um, and you know, you guys have, have somehow been able to really control yourselves a lot better, man. Um, but that just, you know, that, that's a good comparison yeah. of, uh, East coast, um, American and a West Coast American, <laughs> East Coast American, dude. These guys are on time. They don't fuck around. They get shit done. 
Um, yeah. You know, it's none of this, oh, we'll get it done tomorrow, the next day or whatever. Um, you know, yeah. they get it done. Whereas in California. It's going to be know, a Let's go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful day today. Come on, let's go to the beach. What are you doing? You know? Go get it. Exactly. Man, I wish this connection was a little bit better. You just follow the rules and regulations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Normally, just just for the new oh, yes. listeners, basically, um, you know, normally before we've had to, uh, we've had it in the studio, basically. So um, because of COVID, basically, now we got to do these Zoom conferences, which allows us to have like uh, New York artists like Savior basically come up uh, on the show without having to come all the way to L.A., you know what I mean? But the challenge is sometimes like the Internet is just like fucking slow, you, you know what I mean? So. Uh, if you're listening to this, bear with us, guys. We're doing our best, you, you know what I mean? And we'll, uh, we'll edit it all together for you so it's nice. But, um, but anyways, man. Me. You mean you, James. You're the, <laughs> you're the master editor here, bro. You're you know what? It's <laughs> funny, man. It's, it's funny. I feel like COVID, man, <clears throat> it really, really uh, lets every single type of business really evaluate, like, how many people you need uh, inside <laughs> your business, man. Like, you know? Because, like, there's all these big-ass corporations that, you know, they have like hundreds and uh, thousands of people, man. And, you know, they just chop off divisions at a time. And that's like hundreds of fucking people without a job, man. <clears throat> and, you know, we have like a team for our little podcast, man. But it's like, it's almost easier for me to just kind of like, all right, we're going to do this show and the, I'm going to edit it and record it, upload it, than to ask like Richard or any of the other producers to like do all this shit because it's like, at the end of the day, like there's an efficiency thing, you, you know what I mean? So, COVID, I feel like really, it's just kind of like, it made everybody kind of like downsize, you, you know, and uh, evaluate. Oh, like, it made it everything a, a level playing field. Like we are now on the same field as like the Tonight Show, uh, you know, uh, the late <laughs> night show uh, with Stephen Colbert. Like we're on the same playing field as all these guys now. You know what I mean? Same yeah. production level and everything. So totally. tell me, uh, Xavier, what, uh, what's, how, how's the, COVID been affecting you? It's been and it's been bad because, you know, I actually stay, you know, this is what I do. I stay in the studio painting, you know, this is my job. I do this every day. I paint. But uh, I went I went outside to actually leave a message for Black Lives Matter. So when I went out there to do a mural with other artists, and because all of Soho, all in New York, we there were a lot of panels. And New York really looked like the 80s, back in the 80s, banded buildings. So we wanted to bring colors and, you know, back to New York. So we went out there. They were like, oh, don't do too much political. I'm like, nah, I'm going to leave that mark that says Black Lives Matter. And I'm going to do that. I want people to see that, to remember what's going on right now, you know, especially from a child's point of view, because I actually did a little kid with a crown. A black kid with a so I want people to don't forget children. You know what I mean? What are the children thinking? So yeah, so we we were out there. So that's and it's funny because I haven't left my house in a hundred days. Swear to God, you know, only for food, only for food. Seriously, I didn't leave my house in a hundred days. That's how paranoid the shit was. You know, the shit was no joke here. You you guys. I, maybe yeah. I'm making an assumption, man, but in New York, like normally the apartments and everything, the houses are a lot smaller, man. So it, it must be more cooped up for you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, you know, no, I got a nice thousand square feet. Oh, know, nice. Studio. That's a mansion. Studio, That's so. 
That's a mansion in New <laughs> York, big, man. man. <laughs> so, you know, we gotta, we gotta, you gotta, if you're an artist, I tell artists, you gotta get a big space, man. You can't, you know, we sacrifice, but when you start making money out of art, invest on the next level, on the next stage, you know what I mean? Back to COVID, yeah, so I've been doing that and, you know, came out of New York one, just leaving messages out there, you know, talking about life, talking about police brutality. And so I was part of this whole movement. So, you know, staying home in the studio, painting, commission work, and then going out there and, and helping others and helping the community by leaving this message with art. You know what I mean? So you got me? Oh, yeah. Uh, I just yes, brought yeah. up, I just you brought up. Going uh, in and out there for a second. Oh yeah, that's so that, beautiful. That piece, that yeah, that's beautiful. the canvas. That's the canvas piece, but that's the mural piece too. There, you know. What okay. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh, man. That's awesome, man. It's very. Uh, yeah. So you know, we just, we for the audience, we're taking a look at it right now. Thing. We're taking a look at it right now, and then, like he mentioned, there's like a a kid's uh, face. Um, poking through like kind of like all these like pasters it looks like and tags and uh yeah. uh you know at the bottom has like in kind of like yellow police tape type font black lives matter it has a kind of a basquiat crown above yeah. uh, the kid and it has uh martin luther king and some other political uh figures uh basically yeah. uh in the bottom who are the two in the bottom right that's malcolm x and malcolm x is on the right hand side martin luther okay. king and the black Panthers, huey Okay, Huey, Huey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was book. trying to figure out who Huey was. The oh, it's right under there, Huey. Ha! Huey. No, the yeah. yeah, yeah, the shadows kind of make it um, look a little bit different, actually. You know like what, the, though? I like that. I like that yeah. when you can yeah. get someone who is, you know, an iconic image like that, and then it not be yeah. so pop, you know? When it's pop, yeah. everyone knows what it is. They just, they tend to glide over it. But when you put a, an image up there that is not like all the others that you see out there, it makes people yeah. look a little bit longer and take it in a little bit more. Yeah. So, so I, this, I dig that, man. So this piece in the canvas, and when I, this is the first piece I did in the canvas of the Slack Lives Matter, and then they call me up, it's like, Savi, would you like to do something in, in Soho, like a mural? I said, yeah. So I did this piece. So it's been a blessing, but it's been tough. And, you know, the key, I tell people, just, you know, keep your mind busy, you know? Keep that mind busy. Keep painting. Yeah. You're a musician. You're an artist. If you're not even an artist, pick up a brush and start learning how to draw or play a guitar, play an instrument, DJ, do whatever you need to do to keep your mind busy. You know, because seriously, it's, it's tough, you know, it's tough. Let me, um, uh, I just brought up the uh, the actual, um, the, the mural you did or the, the board you did in Spring Street, basically. It's beautiful, man. It's awesome. This must have took so there much time, man. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Massive collage nine, with a lot of nine, Superman nine figures. Nine feet. Uh, nine, um, uh, nine feet. Nine feet tall. Wow. How did you get all these comics, man? Did you draw them yourself and then paste it on? Or what was the uh, the process for these? No, no, no. I just grabbed them up and grabbed them up and tear them up. You know, nice. I had a lot, a lot of sheets right there. Yeah. So the wow. crown, the crown and the kit. It makes diluted. So I wanted the people to, 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 you know, to when they go by, they take pictures and send that message out there to remind them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful. It's a, it's a, it's a, 
very powerful piece and I'm glad I did it. I really, really like the way you use the, uh, the media to, um, basically create the, um, the design and, and image, uh, yeah, very and well people, done. And the colors, the colors are amazing. Yeah, I was talking yeah, about that people, earlier. I um, wanted to make it pop, you know? Yeah, they do, man. They totally pop. Dude, that's very awesome. Well, man. Done, man. Dude, thank you for sending out that message, man. You're right, man. People, People definitely, I mean, you know, you know, I feel like the process. That's why we of, say hit us up when you come out to, you know, to see your mom yeah. in San Diego. It's about a, you know, well, depending on what time of day you go, drive, you know, it's only a yeah. couple hours up from San Diego. <laughs> oh, and, you know, someone who gets up like you do in the streets, you know, we're going to do our best to help them get up here. Um, yeah, you know, definitely, so definitely. Uh, that's what we so, mean when we're talking about that. Um, I'm a fan of yeah. all types of artwork. You know what I mean? It can oh, be very simple. Cool. It can be very complex. Um, it can be freehand. It can be uh, montage. But man, when it's done right, it is, it's an amazing thing. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's also just the, the color you, you're using as well. Um, thank you, man. I want to thank you guys for doing this, man. You guys are, are rocking this whole, we need people like you, you know, to support street artists. And thank you. You know what I mean? No That's problem, a, man. So thank you, man. We are... We're doing our best to you know, keep going during the during the COVID time. You know what? Once this is over, we look forward to coming to New York oh, man. and hanging out with you and doing this oh, in yeah. person. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? I'll show you. We'll I'll show out. you real New York. <laughs> yes. well, I'll show you New York now, nah, dude. I'll show you real New York. You know? <laughs> nice. Good parties, good art shows. The, the the hidden places that you never been before in New York. You're like, how the hell you got in here? I got you. You know what I mean? I got now, you. I'm, I'm having a hard time telling um, approximately how old you are, Savior. Can you give us like a rough idea of how old you are? I'm, I'm, 40, I'm 46. What? God. About to be 47. Okay, what, what, what nationality a, are you? What's, what's the... I'm an OG. I don't know, man. I think it's the, port, uh, the Latino Native American in my blood. It's, you know... Hip hop, you know, to be a hip hop in the '90s. So I've been in that circle of the music industry back in the '90s. You know, I knew a bunch of grew up in Washington Square Park before there were rappers, before they were big time. But we used to all hang out in the Washington Square Park. I knew Harold Hunter when he was in Supreme Skating. So we all, we all those uh, those kids, the real kids. <laughs> The real kids that grew up in in New York, but we all came from different boroughs to the village because the village was the foundation to get away from the ghetto. And we used to come to the village and hang out and as all as in Eastern, right, graffiti, like you name it, you know? Yeah, That's man. We, now you're talking about Greenwich not, Village, right? That's basically. how we got discovered as a dancer, a writer. Yeah, like, you know, Washington Park, uh, uh, like 8th Street and Broadway, you know? Yeah, I don't know definitely. if you know 8th Street and Broadway, Astro Play. So around that area, that was like the home turf. We go back to the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> but we all, we all used to meet there. We all used to meet there is to get away from the negativity, you know? Because, you know, without yeah. art, you know, we wouldn't be here. You know, without music... We will be doing selling drugs or killing somebody, and that's straight up truth, you know. 
straight New York, real New York shit. So uh, yep. I'm blessed that I'm still here, you know, 46 years old and still here in New York City and keep it going and keep this culture going. Keep Dude, you are an OG, city, man. You know I mean? man <laughs> Cheers, yeah, yeah. bro. People, people flip out. They're like, damn, AJ. He was like, get the fuck out of here. I thought you was my age. I'm like, nah, dude. You're like my little brother. <laughs> How did you, know you guys I mean? meet, man? But, you know, it's, it's a good thing. Wow. I met AJ in an art show. And AJ was, he came to one of my art shows that I had a big piece there. And he loved my, my piece. And we became cool people. And, and that's it. We trade numbers. And then one day I had a job to do at the World Trade Center. And I was going to bring somebody else. But the guy, you do it. Who has a little girl image? I was thinking in my head, you know, getting creative. And I'm like, wow, I know who has that little girl, AJ. So I called him up. I was like, AJ, you want to come so happy? And I <laughs> have a moment. And it was the beginning of a beautiful friendship, basically, right? And we, and we collaborated. He does dream team big, and I write make art. And we came together, and the rest is history after that. We just... We kept working together, and it's hard to find to work with real people that on time, think like you, see like you, and, and actually work like you. You know what I mean? It's hard to find those people. Especially with artists. With Especially artists, artists, that's hard. What I just heard from him was basically that he gave AJ a call to go with him to put a piece up in the World Trade Center, which, dude, I mean, that is, um, <laughs> to get that call, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, man, like man. one of the one of the top ten things you would want to do as an artist would be to get a piece up in the World Trade Center. So right. um, that's that's amazing. You're able to um, you know get AJ in on that, and, dude. That's that's a, a blessing. Uh, that's amazing, dude. Yeah, man. It was a blessing. It's a blessing that AJ came through, man. And you know we worked good together. We on point together and we made history because the, the reason we got hired at the World Trade Center too is because after 9-11, they boarded everything up. Everything looked like real gray because they're all under construction, right? So we got hired to make it look really colorful. And me and AJ decided to do all the flower pots all around the World Trade Center with positive messages, like dream big, make art and stay positive. And it was all over the World Trade Center now. So we got interviewed by Channel 11, New York One, and they will ask us, you know, you know, how do you feel about making these things out here? I was like, listen, man, I, this, is a, this is a beautiful thing to give people, when they come to work, they feel good. Feel good going on. Yeah. Now, in construction, they look at art. You know what I mean? They look at street art. So it's like 60 street artists got hired to actually make it the whole place colorful. You know what I mean? Whoa. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was it was dope. It was dope. So um, I was so happy to do that with AJ and AJ. And after that, we just we just blew up. We just started blowing up even more. And people kept calling us for work. It's like you guys work so good together. You guys are reliable, you guys are on time. And you guys are professional, you know? So that's why I tell artists, you guys got to learn to be professional, not just being an artist, but be a businessman. 
You know what I mean? Facts right there, man. Be a businessman. Amen to be that. Artist. Yeah, man, you have to. You have to learn not just be an artist because you have to have both worlds, you know, even be a curator. You know what I mean? You know, the thing about art, artists, <laughs> so I think a lot of times, um, especially just speaking from personal experience, it's just like it's very hard for you to kind of like evaluate your time versus your money, man. A lot of people, some people, they're focused on like, oh, but I'm doing this thing right here. You, you know what I mean? You got to make that decision of like uh, art versus business, man, because these are two separate realms, man. The currencies are entirely different, man. But, you know, the things that are the same in both of these realms are basically people who are on time, people who say that they're going to they're gonna come through for you. you. You know, those are the things that, like you can't really, uh, you can't really put a cost measure on, man. You, you know, you know, That's and right. uh, dependability, basically, man. So you touch on some really, really th good things, man. I think a lot of artists actually, you know, we all need to work on these things, man. Accountability, basically. Yeah, and, you know, and, and everybody, you know, everybody should be, you know, professional, be on time. Follow through with your commitments, man. I, I think that's the biggest yes. thing, man. I think the only rule, the only rule, people always ask me about business because like, I would consider myself a decently successful entrepreneur, you know, and people always ask me for advice. And I always just say like, hey, all you gotta do is just do what you say you're gonna do, man. Like, you know, exactly. if, you make a, if you make a commitment to something and then you just do it, man. Like, you know, whether it's to one person, whether it's to a company, whether it's to your own team, man. I think a lot of times like, uh, you know, people, people like, uh, you know what, fuck it. They, they won't notice, you know, if I don't show up. Yeah. And a lot of times people, you know, people just don't say anything, man, because they don't want to cause any, any sort of turmoil in that relationship, you know, but people will remember when you didn't show up for them. I guarantee it, man. You, you know, <laughs> oh, especially in the crucial times. If you don't get a phone call back, they'll never hire you again. You know, yeah, I mean? that's, that's true, man. There's some people I love partying with. And I love kicking it with, you know what I mean? But it's just like, dude, we don't necessarily have to always work together because that creates like a completely separate dynamic of like dependability. I need to depend on you to do this basically, you know what I mean? And that gets in the way of having a good time and partying sometimes, you know? And then like not everybody yeah, yeah. can be in both worlds basically, right? So uh, those are some facts. Uh, those are some fact saviors. Savior, I got a question for you. Um, so when you were growing up, um, there in New York. Um, do you remember what like the first experiences you had like as a child with artwork that, that you know made you want to do artwork? Oh, I got a funny story. Uh, Let's hear it. First thing I don't know, you remember, I don't know you guys, I don't know if you guys remember Night Rider. Night Rider? Yeah, the car, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The car Night Rider? Yeah. Okay. David Hasselhoff. I, I take my grandmother's with chair and I used to be thinking I was night writing. <laughs> so I used to okay. So I used to grandfather's night writer and and putting like you know a calculator watch a day's cut and put and I used to make the talking to kick. So yeah you know because I don't I didn't eat toys so I got creative. I used to play with fucking socks. You know, I used to do, do like, yeah, for real. I used to have, you know, built camps in my built camps in my room, you know, and just just get creative, man. That's what I think. That's what it came out. But drawing, I always used to draw, mess around, but never took it serious. And then I, until writing graffiti, 
in the late 80s, I started writing graffiti, started being in gangs with graffiti artists. And, you know, we all had crews back in the days. And, but I was in the real crew, like, we were about to fight. You know what I mean? If you take, if you buff me, man, you got to go one-on-one. -on -one. So it was like, it was really like crucial, you know? And then you have other writers that, you know, just wrote for love, you know, graffiti writers that were positive too, you know? But we had our gangs there back then, you know, we had different gangs. We were in different cliques. Is this in the, is this in the 90s or uh, is this in the so, late 80s? Oh, this, this is talking about the late 80s, the 80s. Think, with right? For me, it was late 80s. Yeah, for me, it was the late 80s and then going into the 90s, yeah. Do you still rep those crews? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. You got to move, move forward. <laughs> but no, that, that's real. That, that, that's real. That's real talk right there, man. Because <laughs> like, I think a lot of times, like some people, yeah, it, no, you know, including but, myself, I, man, like, you know, you feel yeah, like you're kind of like tied to a certain group. So you got to kind of continue to kick it with people because they're from your past because you're tied to a certain group, man. And sometimes. But you got to realize, tell people, never forget where you come from. You know what I'm saying? That's for sure. Never forget where you come from. You know, you know, you started from graffiti. Graffiti is the foundation. You know, it's the because street art was repasting political messages. Uh, like Che Guevara, everybody would protest with a with a street art is to leave a message and make you think. That's what street art is for me. You know what I mean? As an artist, as a street art. You know, I'm not here to look sense, cute yeah. and shit. I'm hitting. I mean, messages and. That's what is it. I love that, man. I love that, man. I love that, you know, we can, you know, from LA talk to a New York artist, man. And I think, you know, a lot of the fundamentals of quote unquote street art or, uh, you know, graffiti, basically, we've, we've talked about a lot of this on the podcast and you can grab an LA artist and you can grab a New York artist or an artist from anywhere. And if we're talking about street art, it's always about, you need to send out a message. Uh, you know, I mean, even if it's just something funny, a lot of times too, you know, I mean, I think that's, uh, a kind of a universal message amongst uh, the scene. I think that's pretty cool. So are you Puerto Rican, you said? You grew up kind of like uh, in Harlem, Puerto Rican, basically? Yeah, Puerto Rican, Native American. I'm, I'm a mix. I'm a mutt. For sure. Okay. So, but I am born too. and raised. Yeah, born and raised. And sometimes they don't even know what the hell I am. <laughs> you haven't done your Ancestry.com yet, man? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a comfortable, you know, I got a little French in me, a little different nationalities up in there. I was like, God damn, I'm a mix. You know what's kind of interesting, uh, though? So I got mine recently as an update. They sent me an update for like, hey, this is newly what you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up. They, they gave me an update because Ancestry.com doesn't do well for the Asian brothers. You know, you know what I mean? They straight up just circle. <laughs> they straight up just circle Asia, and they're like, "All right, you're not Indian and you're not Japanese, man." Straight up, that's what they did, you know. And then so like, <clears throat> they they kind of broke it down for me a little bit more actually. And then uh, they basically said, uh, "You're from like North China slash Korea, like 44 percent, and then like another 40 percent, you're from Southern China." So the thing is, like, you know what was interesting to me yeah, is that, definitely. like, they're kind of mapping northern China and uh, Korea together because, like, back in the day, it was kind of just like a territory of people. that The borders weren't the same, obviously, right? You, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, it's just real interesting how, like, in this particular time, I'm 
44 uh you know north chinese slash korean basically what, I, I, upper I, upper mongolia is that <laughs> but yeah but oh, you know you know like God. i said it's just to me it's just it's just really interesting in terms of like how we classify it uh, you know we will always I'm find a way to just... i'm tired man people people ask me yo what are you i'm like man original that's all original hell yeah dude. i like that that's all we're all original that's, that's true all. We're all original. That's it. So when did you first start getting up, man? You said in the early 80s, but basically, do you remember the no, first time, your first experience, basically? Was it getting up with, the, with yeah. like, with your, like, your, uh, you know, with your homies yeah, or, I like? Used to, I, used to, I used to write, I used to write different tags for them, you know. Um, you know, that's how you start start developing you know you start writing different tags you start learning you know you start learning how to go to streets and tag tag all the poles and it's just this it is weird because it's like you know it's a light it's a how can you say it's a oh i'm a graffiti writer no you gotta live it out you gotta live this graffiti life out every day you know but the first time it was um when i moved to queens and i used to hang out with this white boy and the white boy was crazy. That's my homie. And he used to be like, yo, let's go riding. And just, I'm like, what? He's like, I was like, I can't leave the house, man. It's like, how we got to, you know, how, gotta, how you want me to leave the house when my parents are there? So I used to escape from the fire escape with a little tiny book bag and mass spray cans and jump down the fire escape, pillows under the bed, and we'll go bombing at four in the morning and come yes. back all fucking with spray paint in your hands and everything. And one day I got caught because my parents were waiting for me right there in my bed. Oh. And I got my ass wet. Oh, and shit. Damn. Did they actually, uh, you, did, you did the cartoon thing where you stuck, the, you, you stuck the pillows underneath your blanket, you, you know, yeah. to pretend that to shit be. Worked for a minute. <laughs> yeah. That's, think about it. This is the late 80s. That shit worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. that shit don't work. Now that shit Parents don't were work. Busy, and I, you know, I got a question for you. Uh, how many brothers or sisters do you have? Yeah, I got, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest. I got sisters and a lot of aunts. <laughs> uh, well, that's one way you're able to get, get away with a lot of things. You got a lot of sisters. They got a lot of things to keep up with. Yeah, yeah, man. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, graffiti was cool. Though. It was cool. But so let me ask you, man, when did you transition from like being like a graffiti artist? Obviously, you're living this lifestyle, man, you, you know, and uh, when did you act? I mean, were you doing any commission work on the side or like when did that no, start? No, happening? no, no. This was, this, this was strictly tagging graffiti. No, this was strictly gangster. This was like, this is what we do. You know, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to get a commission work. No, I was young. <laughs> I was really young. You know what I mean? I was doing my crazy shit and. You're crossing you know, out other people's set, basically. Hanging. You're you're Did you ever get up your up own. by the cops? Oh hell yes! Yeah. I never got <laughs> knock on wood. Never got caught. I got chased. I got chased. And one time I got chased, I hit under the car, and the cop. It was a dark place. I hit under the car, and the cop looked around. That's the time to pray. As a kid under the car, looking at this police police officer's feet and you're like please god don't let me get caught and then he's just <laughs> laughing and i was like oh shit then i booked then i met my partner in the park and we were all good so we were okay so 
that's the only time I really, you know. But yeah, it's been crazy, man. You know, being you know writing graffiti is it's 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 bad, man. You know, I got my I got my arm broken by a bunch of gang motherfuckers because I was in their territory. So they hit me with a bat because we was I was with my earphones writing graffiti, my boys writing in the other side, and when my boy turns around. He's trying to yell at me, Savior, hurry up. And I turn around, the whole crew, another crew's coming towards me. And my boy runs and I try to run and they grab me and and, and I, the only thing I could do is some guy came with a bat and broke my arm. Oh shit. And started kicking me and I had to protect myself, my whole body cover, you know, I was like in a ball and at least, you know, out of a crew, you got to have one guy that says, leave him alone, leave him alone. So without that guy saying, leave him alone, I could have been fucking dead or something would have happened. Yeah. Without yeah, man, what year was this? I, oh, this is 89, 1989. Like yeah, I said, so man, I, I feel like, I feel like in the violence in terms of like from crew to crew, from artist to artist has definitely calmed down in 2020 than in the oh, late yeah. 80s man because like in oh, 19, yeah, in the yeah. late 80s man let's go back to talking hip-hop <clears throat> because of hip-hop and kind of like emerging it's just like graffiti writing became so popular and then it was kind of just like dude, people were bombing trains and then representing their crews and everything like that it became real serious you, you, you know what i mean and yeah. i feel like i feel like nowadays i mean like i don't know do you feel like it's watered down at all do you feel like it's good that it's like this or how do you feel well, the differences well it is watered down, but it's only a few of us. The last of the Mohicans are still here, like myself, Tony Touch. A lot of us out there still doing hip-hop parties. I do a party called Collage of live artists painting live with the DJs. So we nice. keeping hip-hop alive in New York, but the only ones is like me, Tony, a bunch of other, like the Freedom Party, uh, it's only like really three or so on the horn. It's like four or five parties that is still going in New York City that's keeping alive. But out of music wise, music wise, this shit is death for me. That shit is like hip hop to me is like not the same no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the day, back in the eighty, like we used to listen to real hip hop, talk about life, talk about culture. You know. You know, talk about no gun violence. You know, we talk about with they, they didn't even curse back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when Kendrick Lamont came out, I was like, wow, okay, we got a little little hip hop, real hip hop coming out. Thank God somebody's <laughs> coming represent. out with some real good lyrics. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, yeah. honestly, to me, I, I feel you, man. Like, um, you, you, you know, I feel like the actual the new hip hop. If you listen to it. A lot of the uh, the quote unquote rappers actually, what they're doing is they're singing with auto tune, right? <clears throat> and of then course. so so yeah. what they're what's happening actually is they're actually becoming like rock artists. If you look at like people like Machine Gun Kelly, for example, Machine Gun Kelly, he's yeah. like he's like now releasing like kind of like stuff with Travis Barker um, as a, uh, yeah. a kind of like a rock band. Post Malone, it's kind of like yeah. interesting. Now he's kind of going towards the rock route because, and I mean you're right though, yeah. a lot of the the, the hip hop talking about real shit, man. It's just not but getting can, any radio play anymore. Be, it can never be, man. That shit is like when I was a dancer, a hip hop dancer, we were doing videos. We were there at the right time. I was there at the right time when hip hop started really happening, too. You know, we were, yeah. 
dancer and we never knew that these music videos were going to be so huge we didn't know these hip-hop artists were going to become so big so we were there organically like we were there like living the shit out you know and yeah I respect yeah respect totally. people that if you're a hip-hop dancer or a hip-hop artist live that shit out you know what i mean I was because you lived this shit out. You were there. You know, it's a life. It's not. That's what I'm saying. It can never be the same. You know, you are gotta. If you're a young cat in the hip hop industry, do your fucking history. Learn your history. Learn your history and know the truth. Straight up. No, I, I, I agree, man. Because you know what? Part of me also feels this way. It's really interesting because you got the pillars of hip hop, basically, right? You got your yeah, uh, you got you got your uh, MCs, you got your you know you got your B boys, you got your graffiti writers, you got your DJs. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And the thing is, like that kind of like basis or that foundation of what hip hop is, man. I think has definitely been changed now, man. It's it's not really about those four oh, yeah, elements yeah, yeah. of art anymore. It's it's more about yeah. kind of like uh, you know to be honest, a lot of a lot of hip hop these days, the new mumble rap coming out is really angsty actually it's really like teenage kind of like frustration kind of coming out and people love to like you know i mean it's a different style yeah, definitely with a, with a little touch of bling bling <laughs> <laughs> right with a yeah. little touch of bling bling definitely man you know yeah. but the thing is like you know what the bling still was there back in the day though right i mean you got run dmc with those big ass like chains and yeah, things like that yeah yeah, yeah. more uh, we did We've been there, done that. Get your own <laughs> shit. Hey, I have saw you seen... these with flat tops. Come on, man. I did that already. I did that already. <laughs> Mr. Cut that flat top shit off. Get your own style. I know you respect us. <laughs> I get it. I get you respect us. But come on, man. You see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. You gotta uh, be original. You. you understand what I'm saying? What be about original? Look, man, hey, the face tattoos. Nobody's going to mix like you. You're a DJ. Nobody's going to mix like you. You got your own style. You know what I'm saying? That's Be right, original. man. <laughs> the face tattoos Everything. for every single rapper is kind of new, though. You, you, you know what I mean? Because, like, you, you know, that, I'll tell you, man, it's fucking hard, man. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's, it, these guys are tattooing their face and then they're singing about their emotions, yeah. man. It's real strange, you know. <laughs> but you know, but you know what? But but you know, on the on the on that note, music is powerful, and as long as that music makes you happy, go for it. You know what I mean? Just you know, if it's you sending messages out there, positive messages, more more power to you. You know what I mean? It's on. It's it's art, man. It's art. Art is a beautiful thing yeah. to share with everybody all over the world. But sometimes it's scary to, you know, you got you, you got what you say, okay? what you sing, you know. Careful with that. Awful too, that you could change the world with art, you know, or with music. You know what I mean? So we have to be really careful. How do we use that tool as artists? You know what I mean? Dude, that, Our that, weapon. That's, that's real deep, man. That's true, man. Because like you, you know what? You, some of the you know, most powerful things that have changed the world, actually, you know, are different pieces of art. And actually, a lot of times failed artists change the world in really horrific ways, actually. You know, guys like Hitler themselves, man, they were failed artists. Guys like Charlie Manson, man, like, these guys are failed artists, man, and they changed the world in, like... Their problem was they started with watercolor. They shouldn't have started with watercolor, you know what I mean? You can't, <laughs> one of the toughest mediums to master is watercolor, you know, other than spray paint. I think that is the new <laughs> toughest medium to master of them all. But if you're going to start with watercolor, then of course you're going to go be a yeah. fucking Hitler. It'll drive you crazy. Yeah, man. 
But art, art is beautiful, man. Hey, you know what? I gotta it's ask. Let's, let's let's do our little segment, man. Um, we usually do a little segment when we bring up your feed, basically. So. Check your feed. Check your, Check feed. your feed. Check your feed. Check your feed. Check your feed. I missed it. That's it. It's funny. <laughs> so real quick, man, you got a lot of like direct messages on your thing a lot of commands i would say man you, you know what i mean and, and i like i like that about you bro <laughs> you, you I know, know what i mean with the fuck 2020 <laughs> <laughs> and and dude you post a lot bro you, you know i try to like all your pictures from our from all your posts man and uh and the cool thing is i what, what i always say is and this guy has a lot to de definitely yeah. say man you, you know what i mean and just like one of the things that you posted recently, you're like, don't wait for opportunity, create it, man. Like you posted that on your page, man. I love that because basically it's like, especially as an entrepreneur, as a businessman. That's, or That's James in a nutshell right there. <laughs> that's right. For me, that's like, right. dude, I, I can't like be that guy that like just waits around and somebody tells me like, yeah, we'll get to you, man. We'll get to you. Because, nah, man. Too many times in my life, I've just been like waiting there and it never fucking came, dude. Like, you know what I mean? So, or maybe I'm impatient, man. And it can't, it would have come, but uh, I had to create it, it myself. It depends on what coast you're from. Uh, you're on the right track. Don't wait. Just do it. Just do it. it. Exactly, man. We, we always talk about it on this show, man. Like, you know, you know, that like the lifestyle of like what you're doing, especially right now during COVID, man. I mean, like, Look, we're going to be doing this show this way, whether we have like a thousand listeners or a million listeners, man. I mean, this is it. Like at the end of the day, you know, talking to different artists. So it's like, dude, man, just go out and create. Don't wait for somebody to go give you a show that has like thousands of listeners, man. Because guess what? They're going to yeah. be telling you what to do the whole fucking time, man. They're not going to let you run the show, dude. Like, <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so I love that, exactly. man. I, I love that, man. And uh, dude, so here's... Bringing up your uh, feet. Here's your uh, Black Lives Matter one, man. Dude, you got a lot of tattoos, bro. Let's talk about tattoos for a second, man. Woo! Shit, dude. Like, uh, dude, what was your first yeah, tattoo, man? Yeah, my first tattoo is a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. Okay, ah, like Drake. Nice. <laughs> Scorpio. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Okay, that's awesome, man. I get along with Scorpios, man. Shit, I'm a Libra, yeah. dude. We we, we get oh, too crazy together, man. Like, you know what I mean? Homie. All, all my, bro, all my... I'm a Pisces. Uh, bro, I'm a Pisces, so don't you know when, we, when I come to New York, we're going to hang out. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? You guys out there, you know, you're all the homies right there, Pisces and Libras. <laughs> Dude, how many, yes. do, do, you, do you keep track of how many tattoos uh, you have, or is it just one of those things that you just get them, man? Uh, you know, like my idea, it's funny, when I started getting more tattoos, I did a trade with my tattoo artist. I was like, listen. He goes, I want a piece of your artwork. I was like, check this out. You want a Basquiat piece? I did a Basquiat piece for him, and we did a trading. So I gave him the whole big, huge 36 by 60 piece, and I said, I'll give a big, if you, all my tattoos, favorite art. It's like, bet, let's do it. And that's how, I'm peace. Religiously. Nice. Yeah, so. Sick, man. Dude, that, that, that's also a good thing, man. I always say, like people, people are always like, oh, dude, I don't have enough money to do this. Dude, if you're an artist and you have talent, man, your artwork is a form of currency, actually, man. You can trade like, hey, can you do this for me? I'll give you a piece of art, man. A lot of people yeah. like, you know, you know, they're, they're, 
they're willing to do that, man. So it's just something like a, especially uh, now during the COVID times when, you know, oh, yeah, people yeah. are more willing to do trades. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm surprised. Like, you know, I have a lot, you know, have chin, you know, a lot of one pieces of been selling art. It just, we, I'm like, hell you guys getting money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But people are buying art. I was surprised. I was surprised, man. Like, That's wow. awesome. You got it's a fan base already, man. Yeah, it's been a blessing. Yeah, you know. I, well, you know, when you do certain things, though, when you're when you're putting good things out there, you know, it's it's going to come back at some point. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. And speaking of which, just uh, just so people um, know, what's what's like the best way for people to uh, to reach out to you if they want to get something commissioned or if they want to pick something up from you? Oh, they could DM me uh, on Instagram, and my Instagram is S A V I O R E L M U. And Dio, Savior and Mundo, and that's that's you know shout out to Instagram for real because a lot of us artists got a lot of commission work out of Instagram, and you know yep. you, you got to really know how to use Instagram and like and that's what it's about. It's about to me it's marketing and promotion. It's not to be like, hey, I look cute. Nah, man, let's, let's sell some art. Let's sell some music. Dude, you know, trust let's, me, let's, I would not be on a message there if I wasn't there. trying to be an artist. <laughs> I'm so busy. I got twin, almost 10 year olds. They're going to be 10 years old tomorrow. My twins are going to be 10 years old tomorrow. You know, I got a wife that's trying to put together a, a, a film and you know, nice. uh, I'm really busy. You know, I'd, I'd really rather not be on social media, good, putting posts good, up and, and liking and, and commenting and doing good, all this good. shit. But that's what I'm saying. That's to what some, some people degree. don't. If you, if you on Instagram, do it for a reason. You know what I mean? Do it for like, you know, this is our job. This is what we do as artists. That's, you know, we don't have nine to five. This is our work. This is what we yeah, do. Yeah, don't expect uh, any kind of great response for any individual post that you put up. You know, just because you spent who knows how long, days, weeks, months, putting together a little project, and then yeah. you put a post up, and you just happen yeah. to put it up at the wrong time. You don't hashtag it the right way. Maybe you don't tag the right yeah. person or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then you sucks. check back later and there's like, you know, <laughs> zero comments, you know, three likes, you know, move along or whatever. <laughs> you know, you can't let that fuck with you. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta, yeah. you just gotta keep posting the same thing because it's the algorithms just mess with anyone um, that's, you know, trying to, to make a buck. Um, you know, unless you're doing yeah. it the right way, um, it can really mess with you sometimes. Sometimes you get lucky. Um, there are ways so, of you do certain film? times and certain a, hashtags that help, though. Are you a filmmaker? Do you oh, direct my films filmmaker. or your wife? I, I make oh, films nice. on, my, uh, um, on, my, on my camera. <laughs> nice. um, of all nice. the, the, you know, nice. doing the stencil pieces of, of you know, artwork. But my, my wife, um, she's actually a, uh, a writer. And nice. um, if, if you want to get anything... Um, made in Hollywood, you got to be a director. You got to be everything. Yeah, I used to be. A, I used to direct films for seven years back in two thousand. I used to direct films, so I know that world. I know that crazy world. Wow. <laughs> but now to hurry easier. up and wait. Back. It's going to happen tomorrow, and then all of a sudden, no, it's getting pushed three months, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, so it's gotten yeah. pushed four years now. But it may be getting. It's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta put the the bug on your yeah. wife's ear. And tell her she, she needs to make a street art documentary. Well, um, a real street we, uh, art documentary. The, the film that she's working on right now, um, it's called Get Lost, and um, 
it's actually going to, um, it almost started this year. It would have if it hadn't been for the COVID. Um, they would have started yeah. the filming and, and production and everything. But oh, no. um, as of now, they're going to, they've moved it to April um, of next year. And so the movie Get Lost is, uh, is going to be the movie. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's taken almost five years to get this to, wow. to go. But, um, wow. you know, uh, and so many different stories of, of how it almost did, how it almost didn't, whatever. But um, now uh, they finally have a financer that, um, you know, has, is going <coughs> to sign the check and everything. And so, um, you know, now it's just a, a matter of time. And, you, should, uh, you guys should document that, what's going, you know, the making of this documentary with this COVID-19. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a good idea. But um, so what yeah. I was going to mention is um, one of the characters in the film is a uh, street artist that does stencils. Oh, nice. So, nice. you know, we're, uh, and, and if you do just a, you know, a, a documentary um, or something about graffiti or street art, and you label it as anything like that, and you put it out there. Yeah, most of America is not going to look at it. But yeah, when you make True. a movie that has the the typical you know um, equation of you know the hero and the story and all this other stuff, and it has the right characters in it, and you put the idea of looking for street art in it, then yeah. you're going to start helping to reach people and turning those people's eyes and once you turn that's someone's right. eyes into looking at that's street right. art they can't not that's see it right. anymore so right. we're starting the process my friend and yeah. um Man. i will i will definitely keep in, in touch with you and um you know because here's the thing once once the film goes there's a couple of other projects that are in the works as well but um right. you know once something once something takes you know, basically what they do is they pull you into a meeting and they say, Hey, you know, that's wonderful. That's awesome. You know, uh, what else do you have? And so, yeah, yeah. you, you know, you gotta have, you gotta have a quiver. You gotta have a quiver yeah. of, of things lined up that you can do if you want to take advantage right. of the situation. So, um, yeah, so I'll keep in touch with you and, and, um, you know, I can already tell you, uh, you are pure OG and, uh, have, <laughs> Plenty of stories and content yeah. to put together a uh, really good film. What I love yeah, about man. like the New York scene, man, it looks like you guys all fucking know each That's other and hang up, out man. with each other, man. Just... <laughs> Is that true, dude? Up, I, I feel like all the New York street artists and uh, uh, you know, you know, it's a small community, and you guys all kick it and hang it's out with each other, man. Street, man. It's a small. We do hang some. Some we do. You know, it's it's a small community, man. It's crazy. You know, we always see each other in galleries and street art shows and support each other. And that's what it's about. We got to support each other. And a cool thing about it, we do our own shows. We don't need no gallery gallery. We do our own street art shows. And in that's streets, how street art yeah, got man. so big. Because we hit the streets. The streets are our galleries. That's how it started. And from this being on the streets and, you know, you know, we pasting murals and and... That's it. And now the galleries are calling us to be in their shows and stuff. You know, and it's like we don't That's really. To I'm do not it, gonna man. say we don't need you, but but you, you I'm not gonna wait for you. Yeah. Now, yeah. Street art. Oh, still. you know what? I got a I got a question for you, um, Savior. I know um I know a guy who's a like big time OG um, graffiti writer. Um, 
uh, he, on, on Instagram, I think he goes by um, Men One um, True Legend. Um, he uh, was it the RTW crew, I guess he uh, he ran with, and he'd write. Oh, with Chris, uh, Chris, Chris, he's one of the kill robots. Um, he does the robot. Oh no, 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 that's that's that's, uh, that's another guy. No, the guy I'm talking about is is probably in his. I'm gonna guess he's in maybe his 60s or so. Um, oh wow! And uh, he, uh, let's see, yeah, he either writes M I N or N E. And uh, okay. he was like back in the day, like hitting, hitting trains and um, uh, full cars and, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, and he was uh, he knew like um, oh was it shy shy one four seven. Um, oh yeah 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 yeah. And um, I'm trying to think of the other one. Like he's he's like buddies with all these guys. Like original original guys. Oh gee. Yeah, OG, oh, OG. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, OG. I actually OG. did. I, I cut a stencil of, of Min One and and sent it to him, and um, oh, he, he actually posted it and everything. And and um, I actually just sent him another stencil of Shy One Four Seven because I did a, a stencil of, of Shy, um, nice. and I couldn't think of, of what to do with it. And I, I remember seeing him posting up how he and Shy were buddies, and um, so I, I DM'd him and I was like, Hey, man, you know. I, uh, you're the only one I could think of that would, you know, would be right to send this to. And he's like, yeah, please do send it. And um, so um, I'm, lo I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys, man, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, yeah, I, told I love you. being able to get up here in LA and everything, but um, yeah. when, I have not myself. Said, some of my work, some of my work has been over? put up in, in New York. There he is. Yeah. That's. Uh, okay. That's, okay. Uh, yes. Yes. I've seen him. I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah. ETW. Yeah, it's RTW. That's that, that was the uh, the crew that he ran with or runs with. That's that's like his uh, his crew. But um. Yeah. Shout out to Chris yeah, RWK. A, you son. mentioned too. Wayne actually has a, a son, little uh, little Wayne, uh, little men, Lil. I think it's L I L men um, on Instagram. But uh, his son is is doing like amazing, uh, you know, drawings with the uh, lettering and everything as well. Um, oh. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love uh, meeting all the, the guys out here and everything, but I just, I myself have not gotten up in New York yet. People have gotten no. for my work up there, Come but on, I personally dude. have not been to New York and gotten my work up there, so. Um, wow, yeah, you need um, to, man. You <laughs> hopefully need when, to. I, when I come there, you know, you'll be there and we can, we can hook up. We have, we have me and AJ here, man. Like I'd say, you know, anything nice. is possible if you put your mind to it, you know what I mean? And uh, Dude, I've gotten a lot better at that. I started doing transcendental meditation and started fixing the mind. You need us, and definitely, man. Yes, man. Yes, it's awesome, man. Know, like I said, do it. The key, the key is do it. If you come to New York, just do it. You know what I mean? So, and then you got to come to my party and DJ one night. You know oh hell yeah, man! Dude, anytime, man. Anytime, yeah, man. Like uh, you, you know what? For me, yeah, dude, man, this this so. whole like COVID bullshit, dude. It's just like ruining DJing for me, man. Because it's like people are doing these virtual shows, but it's like I'm not gonna DJ to a camera, dude. Like it's not the same, man. You don't feel the energy, <laughs> the camera. YouTube's pulling off your fucking tracks for like you know copyright infringement, man. You know, so like I don't know, man. I can't wait to go spend some upmarket magazine parties, man. Because I I know you uh. You're down with like TK and that whole crew, basically, right? So like, we got to give a shout out to them too, basically. You, you know, I mean, TK and them from Up Magazine, they, they do a great coverage of the New York scene, man. 
And like, it's awesome that we're kind of connected, man. I feel like uh, their magazine and uh, hopefully our podcast are like some of the lifelines of the street art community, man. We gotta, we gotta keep this going. You guys will keep this going, man. This is a beautiful thing you guys are doing. Thank you so much, man. People like yourself. Do you gotta help us uh, get some people from New York too, man? Like, you know, um, dude, I, I've been eyeing some artists that I want to, I want to see, man. Like, uh, you know, Sax Six, I, I love his stuff, man. I, you, know, you know what I mean? Just it say, looks like they just say savior. Just say, mention my name, Savior, recommend me. That's it. That's, that's I, I love that, man. The New York artists, we've always kind of like been like, hey, who do you want to recommend? AJ recommended you. I mean, we have My Life in Yellow, who you guys all know, too. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I love it, man. It's like this tight little yeah. community. Yeah. And Save it up. Hit you up, man. Could we interview you? He goes, yeah. That's it. Hell yeah. Cool. Cool dude. Hell yeah, man. I'll, I'll, I'll do a little name drop, dude. Hey, but let me ask you, speaking of names, man, is Savior a nickname, man, or is it your given name, man? Oh, it's, a, it's my righteous name. It's a whole, I'm dealing with the 5% nation. I don't know if you know the 5%ers. No, nah, please go into that, man. We love it. It's, wow, it's too, it's too deep, brother. It's too, too much to talk about that. It's okay. Just, it's really, How about this? We'll do a little really, tease. We'll talk about it on the next, on the next yeah, podcast. That sounds good, man. One, yeah, we'll do a little tease because, the conne- honestly, the connection is not hey, worthy of the, conver- of the conversation. We want to have one that you're, like, bright and clear. So, basically, how about this, man? Next yeah. time we're in New York, man, we'll basically grab you guys all together, man, and we'll do an in-person podcast so there's none of this, like, lag bullshit. There we go. There we go. There Hell we yeah, go. dude. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's, <laughs> and it's more... That's the real deal, man, because it's too much. There's a lot of stories to tell, man, out there, and, you know, about people's lives and everything. So we could go even deeper than that, you know? Hell yeah, man. You got to help <laughs> but, my man. Uh, yeah, man. And you got to yeah. help my man teach to get up, basically, in New York. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Then uh, uh, once we get out there, man, all right? So shit, man. I mean, yeah, it's man. been... Got you, man. Hell yeah, man. It's been over an hour, man. And uh, like I said, this connection's not, it's just like, we got to have a better connection next time we're talking. And uh, it's going to be crazy to edit this shit. But uh, good luck, dude, man. Good luck I'm... editing it. <laughs> but yeah, man, we'll, we'll chat in person next time, Savior. All right. Dude, Savior, thank you Love so you much, guys. man. We thank really, you so really much, appreciate man. your time. I look forward to hanging out with you, man. Hell yeah, yeah Savior. You guys rock, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Hell yeah. And drop your Instagram one more time, man. Drop your Instagram one more time. My Instagram is Savior and Mundo, S-A-V-I-O-R-E-L-M-U-N-D-O. Hell yeah, man. All right, man. So give Savior a follow, man. And uh, to the audience, man, love you guys. Take care and peace.